Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with Marcus Johnson. Tape don't lie. I love having you on because you have such great analysis when you break down the film, what you see. You were at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, so really excited to talk to you about that, as well as all the craziness happening in not just the AFC West, but all around the NFL when it comes to quarterback roulette. And we're going to get into all of that. But first, I want to remind everybody here to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. We're brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $500 when you sign up. All right, here we are with Marcus Johnson, the Mark John NFL on Twitter. You can hear him, NFL contributor on Silver and Black Pride. Always working, always hustling. I love the show tape, doesn't lie. You, BD Williams, all the other crew that come and join you guys. Always great stuff and information. Really, really fantastic breakdowns. If you guys haven't checked them out, uh, make sure to go to the YouTube channel now and do that as well. But Marcus, first of all, glad to have you back. Well, thank you for, for having me again. I, I always, uh, it's always good to talk to you every Tuesday. It's always good to come on the show. So Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been a pleasure to have you too on Raider Nation Radio, the other show that I'm co-host on. Um, We've been talking on that show a lot, and I wanted to bring some of what we've been talking about there to the listeners here, as well as to our other forums here with the Las Vegas Review Journal. I really am excited about what's going on. I might be the only person that's excited about what's going on with the AFC West and all the quarterbacks. I mean, I just think this makes it really cool seeing Russell Wilson become a Denver Bronco. The level of competition is just up the ante and I think it's really exciting times first of all just to to see what Russell might still have left in the tank when you looked at his last season granted he missed a few games because he had the, a broken finger and wasn't um up to snuff I'd say is what we used to seeing out of him because uh, of some things that might have been going on with him but what what do you think about Russell Wilson and the move of him coming to the AFC West uh, I think the, the move with him comes to the AFC West. I think, I mean, it definitely makes the Broncos a better team. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson, I'm, I'm still a lot higher on Russell Wilson than a lot of people have, um, especially after he fell off a little bit after at the end of 2020. And then the year that he had this year, a lot of people have you know kind of said that he's not elite anymore and all those things. I, I really don't believe that. I, I still think that he, that player that he was that everybody loved. I mean, he's still that player. Um, and, and, you know, he, he can, he's really clutch. He's probably one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time. Um, he came, that's why he came in the league and he's able to win with that team. Cause if they're able to keep him in the game, he could win the game late for them. Um, you know, he set the, uh, the rookie passing record for, uh, passing yards in a playoff game, 375. So, uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, he's definitely a hall of famer. He's going to definitely make that team a whole lot better and a whole lot tougher to beat. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people have, you know, they, they said he's falling off and now, now we're coming back and acting like he's the same guy he was before. Uh, I think that, he isn't the same quarterback because he's getting hitting the, the age of, you know, where the quarterbacks, they can't use their legs as much. And that's really what's hurting Russell at this time. But I mean, he's, he's still a dangerous quarterback. I mean, you can't sleep on him. When you think about all of the things that he brings to the table, a nine-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl winner, everything that he's accomplished in his career, even going back to the Wolfpack and his days at Wisconsin, like just when you think about the, the guy that he is at 33 years old, what, is specifically stands out to you that makes him such a big threat 
for the Raiders to have to face now twice a year? Uh, I mean, he's the probably one of the best deep ball throwers you ever see. I mean, ever, maybe. I mean, it's it's a beauty when he throws that deep ball. Uh, and it's always right where it needs to be. And he's been doing that since he was in college, like you, you brought up. I mean, you could talk about the Wisconsin days. He's throwing those beautiful deep balls, perfect arc, right, right where it needs to be. And that's and that's his game. I mean, he's one of the, you know, he's going to throw it deep. And if you allow him to beat you over the top, he will. And he wants to. I mean, that's, that's what he wants to do. That's how he wants to attack you. He wants to, you know, um, uh, beat you that way. And, you know, that's kind of how the Seahawks have been set up for a while. That's why they have the DK Metcalfs and the Tyler, Met- Tyler Lockett's uh, those speed guys that can, uh, you know, get deep. So, you know, a Russell Wilson can hit them deep right where they need to be. And you see, you know, deep, uh, 2020, they took off and they had a hot start with all that, with all that passing because of that. I mean, with that team was built around them. So, I mean, that's what you really get with Russell Wilson. And of course the playmaking, he's going to make some amazing plays and uh, you know, do, he's not going to do as much as with his legs as he used to. I mean, last year he had his lowest rushing total. I think it was a career 187 yards. So he, he's not going to run the ball. Like he, he's not going to be the read option guy. He was in 2012 or 2013, um, but he's going to still try to make some plays and the deep ball is, is still there. I mean, he's still throwing football. It's not, crazy like that so <laughs> well, not to get a twist in Marcus tell him yeah, tell yeah. Him. <laughs> we're talking to you about yeah. the Raiders and what they need to be able to keep up with the offensive output that I think we're going to start seeing from the Broncos I think a lot of people when they looked at the tiers let's say pre-2021 before the Raiders were in the playoffs as a wild card team I think a lot of people had it as Chiefs going to win it Chargers would be right there and Raiders wouldn't compete with the Chargers as far as the number two spot. And then mm-hmm. you had you have the Broncos and I'm like, oh, no, 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 there are. I don't have to worry about the Broncos, yeah. right? So yeah. you know, now that you're looking at it, like what do the Raiders need to do to keep up with what the expected output might be from this new Broncos offense? I think what the Raiders have to do is just have have a good game plan for Russell Wilson. And um, you know, Patrick Graham in 2020, he had a great game plan for him. And I mean, he's the DC now. And uh, Brandon Staley, the same thing. I, it, that's why it was so interesting for me for Russell Wilson to want to pick to go to the AFC West because these defenses, we're, we're all, we want to stop the, the other great deep ball guy. We're, we're all designed and trying to figure out how to stop Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and into a division, you know, that, you know, some, oops, some of us figured it out. I mean, the Raiders did last year, but the Chargers did a little better than <laughs> the Raiders did, right? Brandon Staley, they did a little better, right? So, um, and the, a lot of the league is doing what, um, you know, what Brandon Staley was doing. I mean, what Vic Fangio was doing, uh, who's at, not the coach anymore, which I'm sure he's really mad today. So he's really upset. And then uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's upset. Yeah. But uh, um, but the Raiders, you know, they, they they play those two high schemes, too. I think they, ha- they, they have the defensive coordinator that is prepared to stop him. And I think they have some good pieces on defense. They still have I mean, they still have Max Crosby. I mean, they still have Nagakwe coming back. They still have uh, Moreg in the back end. Um, you know, they still have some good pieces back there where they can just fill some other spots and play a good scheme. Because when he he shut that that um, that 2020 Seahawks team down, and there's not really a lot of special players that were on that Giants team. If you can think about it, like I mean, Tay Crowder was the linebacker. He's not really a special player. I mean, you had I mean Logan Ryan. He's on the back end of his career. He was back there as a safety. I didn't even know. I really can't even really think about who the other safety was off the top of my head. So he was able to make it do with just the scheme and the game plan. So I think Patrick Graham is kind of your um, way to attack him because he's going to have a good game plan for Russell Wilson, especially with the way that he plays football and the way that he likes to play quarterback. So 
I, I, I think he being there helps a lot, makes me feel a lot better about him. Um, the Raiders having a chance to beat them. I want to get into Patrick Graham a little bit with you because a lot of people think, you know, four, three, three, four, what's it going to be? Should we be nervous? How do they play unique and max? If that's, you know, three, four, what are your thoughts on what to expect kind of from Patrick Graham and how would max and unique fit in to his system? If he does go three, four. Yeah. I, I think what's, what's interesting is that they, they brought in um, a secondary coach that came from like a cover three system, which I was interesting. If you talk about, you know, they're, they've, they played a lot of cover three last year and we have a lot of guys that maybe did pretty good in that scheme. I mean, the, the Raiders defense improved a lot from, you know, they're embarrassing the previous six seasons. And I mean, they're going from embarrassing to average is good. When we were all happy about that. Right. And, yeah, absolutely. and that's what they did. And maybe they want to keep to that scheme and add different things to it as those players get smarter. So I, I think, you know, I really don't know a hundred percent what we're going to see from them, but I know that they like, he likes to play, too high. He likes to play a lot of zone coverage, um, mix, mix in with some man on certain downs. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I think they're going to be very multiple. And I think Max is going to be just let go. I think they're just probably just let Max go. Um, they're probably going to unlock somebody else that we probably aren't even thinking about right now, make him a certain type of blitzer. I mean, Jabril Preppers was not a good player until Patrick Graham got there. And then all of a sudden, Jabril Peppers is a really good player. Oh, my God, he's really good. Or you, look how good Jabril Peppers is, right? He was a bust with the Browns, and he got traded, and nobody thought he was good. And maybe he does that with Jonathan. We don't know. It, it's, it, he's, he, he's, he maximized the talent of the Giants. That's why I kind of believe in him, because I think the Raiders have a more talented defense than that Giants team that he had. And he was able to maximize that talent, and so I'm excited about it. I do want to get into uh, things here with you about cornerbacks, defensive tackles, and also talk about what they can do with the offensive line. But first, we'll take a break, come back, talk about some of that right here with Marcus Johnson. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Back here on the Vegas Nation Takeaways Edition. It's your host, Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with Marcus Johnson from Tape Don't Lie, also on Silver and Black Pride. I wanted to talk to you now, Marcus, about what the Raiders' needs are. We're talking about how they compete with their division now, with the quarterback landing, Russell Wilson. That's a big announcement. But um, when you start thinking about cornerbacks, about defensive tackles, about the offensive line, about a number one bona fide wide receiver for this team, what do you think is the priority for the Raiders to lock down, whether it's in free agency or through the draft? Uh, I, I think with free agency, I think they have to look for a wide receiver free agency. Um, yeah, I, I necessarily don't think he has to be a absolute stud. Like he doesn't have to be a dominant number one guy. So it doesn't have to be like Robinson. I don't know how much money he's going to command. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the 15 million that I see on some websites. I think it's probably gonna be cheaper than that. But um, if they bring in a good player, like, uh, maybe a DJ chart that maybe he can uh, hit his potential, right? It might be a little cheaper, but he's still a young player can, can win deep. Right. I think that's because that's something the Raiders need, especially with Derek Carr being more aggressive the last couple of years. They want, we want to 
we want that to continue, right? We don't want it to, to, to come back to how it was in 2019. We want him to continue to be aggressive. So bringing somebody like uh, DJ Chark that can come in and somebody that he can trust to make plays from deep down. Uh, my guy that I would like for them to look at is Brandon Cooks. I don't know how that's going to work out, but if, if they could bring him in, I know he might be available for some kind of trade assets. And I think that's somebody that can bring in who, who runs the system for the longest and he can play really well um, for the defense tackle. I think with defense tackles can be interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some of these defense tackles on, on a free agency. And I think there's some really good players that are um, that can come in and be really cheap. I think Harrison Phillips from Buffalo, something I really like, I think he can play a nose tackle right away for the Raiders play Hank's role. And they probably even play even better and you can get him for maybe six to 7 million. And that's about it. And he's still a really good player. Play two downs, probably won't play on three to third downs. And then you can maybe draft somebody like a Devontae Wyatt who then come in on third down and rush the pass there, right? And then um uh, and there's some some other guys that you know you can look at, you can just take chances on. There's Tavon Bryan from Jacksonville. I think that's uh he's young, first round pick. He has some has some talent, you take some chances on him. So defense tackle, I think they should do that cheap bargain and then safety. I think they got to get some more depth there. So, and there's tons of them. I don't know. There's Courtney Diggs, Marcus Diggs. I mean, I, I even think um, uh, Anthony uh, Harris is out there. There's, um, there's a whole bunch of guys. And, you know, NFL doesn't like paying safety. So there's there's a lot of value that you can find some just random safety. And you can plug him in and play, and play uh, for the Raiders right away. So I'm really excited about some of the assets they can bring in for um, in uh, the safety position. So. I like that you brought up Devontae Wyatt because I think he's kind of flown under the radar. Well, until he ran the 40 that he did but at the combine, but I think he's kind of flown under the radar because a lot of people are looking at Jordan Davis. If you had to choose between the two of them, what do you say are the pros and cons of each guy and which one would you pick for the Raiders? I mean, it, if, if it was me, I'm taking Devontae Wyatt because I know Devontae Wyatt, um, he's more pro ready than Jordan Davis. I, I think Jordan Davis is really a, just a, an athletic freak playing for Georgia. He really doesn't have a lot of great technique. He doesn't, you know, he, he's, he stands up and he's like six, eight and he's standing up. And he, if he doesn't just move past you or make a play, he's not really doing a lot with his hands and being a great defensive tackle, which you'd like to see, but Devontae Wyatt is the total opposite, right? He's more complete. Uh, I mean, he could be better against the run, but he has such a high level um, upside with rushing the passer that, I mean, that's what you want these days. You want somebody that can play three technique and he is that guy. I mean, Jordan Davis, if you could, if you can coach him up, Jordan Davis would probably be better than Devontae Wyatt, but you have to coach him up and he has to be willing to be coached up and it's going to take time and you have to be patient. So you have to have somebody in front of him because he's just not going to come in and just play right away. You just can't kind of stand up and just push somebody in the NFL. It's not gonna work. So <laughs> um <laughs> I worry but, about his gas tank a little just because I feel like he's such a big guy. Like is he a, a every down kind of player or is he just a first second down you bring in someone else on third, you know? Yeah. And 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 he doesn't push the pocket enough for me to even feel like that he can play first and second down right away. Um because in this passing league, I mean they don't run anymore. So even if you're second down and he's in the and in the game you need that run defender to push the pocket at least. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be an awesome, you know, you have to be Aaron Donald. You don't have to be Aaron Donald for defense sack all the time. If you just push the pocket a little bit, and that's why I like Harrison Phillips. I mean, he, is he not the greatest pass rusher? No. But does he push the pocket a little bit and make comfortable 
the quarterback a little bit uncomfortable and have a good motor on first and second down that you can get some pass rush. Yeah, you like that. I don't know if Jordan Davis could do that right away. You know, so that's the interesting thing with him. But he's such a freak. Do you take the chance on him? I don't know. That's right. like, mm-hmm. Speaking of freaks, uh, running, you know, four twos, four two sixes in the in the combine. Taquan Thornton really impressed me with his speed. Of course, you know, we saw um, there was Austin ran a quick one. There was Chris Olave. Everybody was really impressive with their speed. Everyone's just getting better at the technique of getting out and, and running a hard 40. I was really yeah. impressed with a lot of these guys. So when you look at the wide receiver groups, because you were there, you were at the combine. Is there somebody that really stood out to you that has all the kind of intangibles and a, a great workout and combine resume put together that would make a good wide receiver for the Raiders? I mean, I'm a big Christian Watson fan. I thought he had a great combine. I mean, he, Killed the workout. I mean, he's 6'4", 208, 38-year vertical, 4.36, 40. You know, I I was wondering if he was just, was he that fast or was he just playing FCS? And he was that fast. He is that fast for that speed. He's such a tough guy. Um, His interview was great. Um, You can tell he has a great head in his shoulders. And um, he's a late bloomer, too. So I think he went to North Dakota. I think he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, too. So I, I really like his combine, I really thought he put himself in the first round. I really think, I don't think he, he gets out of the first round, in my opinion. Just you, you, The tape is great. He's has a great interview and he's an athletic freak. You, you just, I don't know. I just, he's, that's what I'm saying. The Raiders could probably take him at 22 and I don't think a lot of people would be mad at this point. Um, and I wouldn't be at all. I'd probably be ecstatic because I, I think that he'd be a great player, especially a year or two from now. He, he'd be awesome. And he would embrace a role you know, even if he didn't get to start right away, he, he wouldn't pout about it. He would know that he's going to get his chance. If he works hard. So uh, that's what type of player he is. That's why I really like him. Um, but, you know, the Raiders did, they did talk to Chris Olave. I know they had a visit with him. Um, so they are looking at him uh, as a, as a player to bring in. Uh, I think Olave is a more of a, a speed, speed receiver right now. Um, he can win it, uh, do some intermediate routes, but I, the separation that he gets is not that great um, all the time. Sometimes he will get some great separation. You probably see that online, but it's not consistent, especially against press coverage. So I think a lot of it is not just ready to go as people think, but I think he could still be a good weapon year one that you can use. I think you just gonna need somebody else in front of him. That's good too. Um, year one. And then, but all these guys could fall to them. Uh, all these wide receivers are not like being put at the top. This is a defensive draft. I mean, like, uh, I saw a mock draft that had Drake London fall into the Raiders. So it's like, I, I'm thinking about, right. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. If, if Drake London falls, they'll take him. And I'm, I'm a, I don't, I'm even pretty mad. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty mad. I love it. I love it. Love your <laughs> game, man. And again, uh, Marcus Johnson here with us at, at the combine in Indy just last week. It's crazy. That was just a week ago. Everything just is flying by, it seems, with the, the franchise tag. Um, I always thought Devontae Adams was kind of a pipe dream for the Raiders to get. I thought it was going to be a long shot if it happened. When everyone was saying he bought a house here in Vegas, I was like, ah, I don't know, yeah. because it was bought under an LLC. So I'm like, let's pump the brakes. You know, it, it could be a house for him, but maybe he just wants to be closer to Derek Carr, you know, his old college buddy. Who knows? But you never yeah. know. Uh, maybe he likes to golf here. <laughs> maybe, 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 that's what I thought. I thought maybe he could just comes here to work out with Derek. I mean, that's yeah. probably something that he wanted to do. I mean, and that's not nothing crazy. I mean, they can work out together. So. Yeah. 
But uh, you talked about DJ Chark and, and mentioned Alan Robinson. Um, those are some of the names out there. Do you think, because there's some people saying this too, so I want to get your take. There's some people saying that maybe they don't need to go after a speedster or a big possession receiver because you see with the 12 personnel and the 13 personnel that um, McDaniels has run with the Patriots that maybe, you know, the guys that they need are already with the Raiders and you just kind of worry about the defense right now. What's your take on that? Um, I think that they got to have somebody outside. Um, I mean, I think that's what they're missing right now. Uh, I feel like the same offense is coming back. I mean, it's not that really a, going to be that much of a change. It's going to be a new offense, but it's not going to be that much of a change offensively, personnel-wise. It's going to be the same offense. I think they're just missing that one guy outside. Now, um, I mean, Brian Edwards hasn't developed to where you feel like comfortable enough where he can be that guy outside. And, you know, my idea is to kind of move him inside a little bit more and have him play, be the fourth wide receiver in what, you know, the, the Patriots like to have two slot receivers. And I think they can move Edwards in size and be effective with him. But I think they have to find somebody that can win outside consistently. He doesn't have to be a superstar. He doesn't have to be like a, a, a he doesn't have to be Jamar Chase. Just somebody who can win outside, right? And, you know, Zay Jones uh, tried to do that, but he's not consistent enough. I mean, it's not somebody you want there out there. You want a good player. I mean, because Nelson Aguilar was out there, right? And he went outside. He's not a great wide receiver. And Derek Carr played pretty well. So, Obviously, that means that we just need somebody that's good that can win sometimes. It's not really, it doesn't have to be like some superstar, awesome quarter, uh, wide receiver that he needs. We just need a good wide receiver that can get open. And if, if they can find that, that's what they need to find. And um, I think that would be the missing piece for this offense to be great. Well, lots of great stuff from you, as always. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you, what's going on with tape, don't lie, uh, what, what's going to be dropping next with you. Uh, so uh, um, at the Mark John NFL, uh, we just dropped our 10 top 10 wide receivers on YouTube. So check that out. Check out my list uh, for that. And, um, you know, we're, I think we're doing another show today on um, uh, just talking about everything that's happening right now at the AFC West and looking at the draft too. Me and BD are doing that. So um, continue draft coverage, doing a lot of free agency stuff and uh, just be on the lookout for uh, all the stuff that we're doing. So I'm keep putting stuff out. So. Next time, next time I got to get both. I think I said this last time. I got to make it happen. Next time I got to get both you and BD at the same time on the show. I'd love to have that just because both of y'all are really great at what you do. Appreciate your time as always. And like you said, check it out. Be Mark John NFL on Twitter and tape. Don't lie on YouTube. Marcus, thank you so much for the time. I look forward to talking to you again. Maybe after the draft, we could shake out some of the picks that the Raiders had and break down what they, what they got in store for the coming year. Exactly. Let's do that. All right. Thank you. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Takeaways on Vegas Nation. Make sure to check out all that we're doing on VegasNation.com as well as in print. You can still pick up the paper anywhere you go. Find that and check out all the great things that the guys are putting together for the team. And for Mark Johnson, I'm Heidi Fang. Thank you so much for listening. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.